You are listening to the Calm Down Podcast, the podcast where candid, thought-provoking, and rare conversations happen while amplifying people's stories around the world. Here, we take it one day at a time and also rant on simple cuts people don't observe or are just oblivious to. I am your host, Viola Ekene. I am an on-air personality, podcaster, YouTuber, and content creator. Hey Kalmas, welcome to another brand new episode of the Calm Down Podcast. Of course, I'm going to say thank you because you're amazing for clicking the play button to listen to this story. Introducing the story feature for this episode because we're still on our series, Stories Around the World, is a very interesting story. You know, I used to read about breast ironing in books. I never thought it was like something real, probably because I've not experienced that. So a little bit of story on how I, you know, came across the person that she shared her story on this podcast. So there's this lady I follow on Instagram. I, I hope I pronounced her name correctly, but it, her name is Olotufunke. That's her username. It's spelled O-L-O-T-U-F-U-N-K-E. So she made a post on breast ironing, kind of like um, talking about the dangers, how some children, young girls, like about 9, 10, 13 years, still go through, you know, breast ironing in some parts of the world and how it is bad. So I was like, hmm, this sounds um, interesting. I've never really, like, heard about this in this, like, I never really knew it was a thing. So I decided to go through the comments. And as I was going through the comments, I came across Ayomide Aremu, who is sharing her story on this podcast episode. And she just mentioned that, you know, that she was breast ironed. And the, the way I interpreted the comments, I didn't know how to feel. I was like, wow, this is, I don't even know what to say. So I decided to reach out to her to share her story. You know, how was the experience like? What was going through the mind of whoever that did that? How has it affected her psychologically? Basically, you know, the story, because I'm a very curious person and I know you listed my community of, you know, podcast listeners love stories. So I am so happy. Thank you so much, Ayomide, for saying yes to this. So Ayomide Aremu, is Nigerian. I'm sorry if I mothered your name, if I didn't pronounce it correctly. But yes, guys, please make sure to listen to the end of this episode because right after Ayomide shares her story, I'm going to also reference the story a friend told me as I was discussing this with her. I never knew that she faced that breast ironing. I thought it's just something that happens in a different, like very far place. I never even knew it happens like right amongst us, you know. So I'm going to touch on that after Ayomide's story. So don't go anywhere. A quick heads up before you listen to Ayomide's story. We are so sorry for the inconsistency in the volume of the voice, but believe me, when you listen attentively, you're going to hear and understand all Ayomide has to say. So let's do this. Hello, everybody. My name is Ayomide Maria. I am a Nigerian. I stay in Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, I'd say my childhood was peaceful. Third child out of eight, and uh, you know, that was very, very because And you know, whenever he comes back, was one of my happiest times. He would bring all you know, John from KFC, Big, all those you know, major restaurants. And you know, every night it was always, always fun. You know, as growing up, and um, as soon as I turned. I think nine ten. I was in secondary school. I was pretty sure. Um, I was shipped away to to Ghana. Before then, my I think I think during that period, my mom ironed my breast with 
this thing called Oporoji University will actually be yeah, that's that one. So my mom actually used to push my breast because apparently I started growing up very early. I, I was doing faster, you know, and I feel like it was a way to protect me from predators, you know, at that time. I felt that was her way of, you know, uh, making sure, you know, uh, pedophiles, you know, see me as an older child or, you know, an older person that starts you know, molest me or do anything to me. So my mom did that in a way to protect me. Um, it did not affect me psychologically. I mean, um, a friend on Instagram, I won't a friend, you know, someone I follow on Instagram said it. And I spoke about the left view. It didn't click that it was a bad experience. It wasn't really a bad experience. Of course, there was so much pain when it came to Breast ironing, there was so much pain. I, I, I'm not going to lie, but I didn't think of it psychologically. Like I just felt, oh, my mom is ironing my breast. I feel like now it's now that I realize she was trying to protect me. I just felt, oh, she, she did what she needed to be done because I was so young to have nodes. <laughs> nodes, is it N O D E S? I guess you know, you know, when you're young and you're forming breast, the first thing that comes out is the notes so yeah um uh psychologically i i don't think it's affected me it did not because my childhood you know was pretty much very very exciting and fun and there was no issue around that period of time so i didn't see that as a negative experience to me there are no scars because you the, the ironing what what the ironing does is just what she did was massage the top of my skin my skin, she massaged my skin. So she, there was no pain. She tried so hard to make sure I wasn't any form of pain, of course, which wasn't possible. Like, there's no way I couldn't have been in pain at, you know, at that point in time. And I feel like it lasted for um, a period of time. It wasn't just one day. It was like continuous. And I'm sure I cried. Like, anytime they wanted to do it again, I'm like, nah, hell nah. But I can't really recall the, 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 the the process, I can't really recall, you know, everything. But I remember, you know, my mom had to do what she had to do. Um, so I, I I, don't see, now everybody makes it seem like it's a really, yeah, it is a really bad practice, right? And um, psychologically, I don't, I know a lot of people get trauma from it because of the pain. Like, why are you doing this to me? This is so much painful that actually beating me, just beat me. I know that, yeah, I offended you. Why are you? You know, ironing my breast when I didn't do anything wrong. You know, but at the same time, I feel like it's just a way to protect the female child from predators. Like I said earlier, meanwhile, you're we're not actually focusing on the the most important part of this whole thing, which is the predators themselves. Apparently, you don't have to. I mean, someone said it's only my that would see a child, and, you know, be attracted to the child, or you grooming a child is a problem on its own. Why don't we focus on that problem and find a solution to it? Why are we eating our girls, subjecting our girls to harsh treatments just because somebody finds her attractive? Somebody wants to touch her inappropriately. Someone wants to, you know, go as far as raping her. So the, the, the beginning, the reason why people do the breast iron is to protect the girls. At, at the same time, it doesn't stop them from doing what they 
want to do. It doesn't stop the predators from saying, you know what, I want to pick on this girl. I want to touch this girl inappropriately. I want to groom her, you know, make her feel comfortable and do whatever I want to do with her. I mean, at that point in my life, I wasn't, you know, molested or groomed by any man. Thank God. But I mean, other times in life, younger and older, I, I, I was, you know, groomed. I was groomed. I was molested. I was, you know, raped yeah all that times in life and thinking about that the breast iron didn't stop anything at all so even the fact that the, the conversation came up is a bit now that i'm thinking about it it's a bit insulting you shouldn't you shouldn't you, you shouldn't condemn yeah it's something you should condemn but at the same time you shouldn't make it look like it's a bad thing as much as you know, the, the, the reason behind it, we should actually tackle the reason behind it. I don't know if you understand me. Like, do not make it seem like it is so bad. It's it's a bad thing. Everybody's like, oh, sorry, what did you go through? That's so traumatic. And you know, some people be like, oh, your mom was a was a bad mom. No, she's not. I mean, she she's not a bad mom. Most women that do that to their kids are scared because the society tells us it's our fault. The men are trying to touch us inappropriately. We're trying to seduce the men. We want this, we want that. Meanwhile, that doesn't make any sense because even if you wear the biggest of the biggest clothes in the world, you still get touched by a stranger or a family member or something. There's always something wrong. So let's not blame the the victim. Let's not blame the women or men or whoever is subjecting these girls to it. Let's just educate them to think better. I don't know if you understand me. Educate them to think better. Think forward, like, okay, let's divert to a better means to solve the problem. Not try to make children go through hell just because you're trying to you're trying to protect them. Do you understand? I feel that is even how the society is even built. In other ways, yeah, parents do that to their kids just because they want to protect them. Meanwhile, they are hurting, they're harming them. So I feel, you know, breast ironing itself shouldn't be a big deal. Like, people shouldn't frown, well, people should frown upon against it. Like, it's a bad thing, it's a terrible thing, but it shouldn't be the topic of discussion when there are other issues around. I think that's, that's, that's what I mean. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's <laughs> all I have to say. We just need to educate our parents about this breast irony thing because left to me, I can't do that to my child again. But at the same time, I can't look at my child and say, okay, it's your fault that somebody else, you know, is going to or would rape you which or, or molest you. So, you know, I feel it's, 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 you, you learn every day. This is a form of eye-opener for a lot of people. Now, if another woman who knows about, a, a young girl like me, knows about breast ironing or has never been, that has never been done to her, but she knows about it, when she gives birth, you know, she might have to do the same thing because she's trying to protect her kids maybe from molestation, from like the way she, or what she, maybe she went through that too. She doesn't want that to happen to her again. So she doesn't do it to her child. So it's left to us to educate people. Please do not do that to your child. Because your child, your child is human. She has feelings. So focus on the wrong, the right things. Don't focus on the wrong things. Her breasts, okay? Her breasts is not going to attract anybody. Even, I mean, pedophiles attract to young girls boys that do not have breasts so what exactly is that solving it's not solving any problem at all breast ironing doesn't solve any problem at all so we need to focus on the right things so uh, i hope this can educate a lot of people to not you know hurt their kids to try to protect their kids as much as possible i mean the world is terrible as it is and they come back home and 
someone is ironing your breast. <laughs> you know, things like that are, ter- are you know terrible tactics to actually solve the problem. So yeah, let's let's keep uh, trying to protect our young younger ones. I mean, be our own our own future of tomorrow. So we need to protect our younger ones. We need to talk, speak out, educate people on doing the right things. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's all I have to say. I've said a lot. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very 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 opportunity thank you so much for sharing your story you know Kalmas, there is something i want to reference in this story it is how ayomide said that her mom did it out of ignorance her mom didn't know that her mom just basically did it to protect her daughter you know that was what her mom was conditioned to know growing up and she did it to protect her daughter which is quite sad because I understand, you know, the purity of heart which with which her mom is doing that. And just like I already said, it is so sad that we are subjecting young girls to suffering to keep away predators instead of facing the people that are actually committing this pedophilia, which are these men that are caught, you know, some men that are caught. And it is very, very appalling. So as I was listening to this story when she sent it in and, you know, I was talking to my friend and she was like, oh, you're wearing, she was like, you're wearing breast iron. I was like, wait, I like, were you breast ironed or something? She said yes, that it was uh, where she grew up. It was done to every lady she knew, every young girl she knew, that the mom said that it was to make the breast form well, you know. So I further asked her questions, and I told her that I hope she knows that. I feel like the reason her mom just said is for her breast to form well, and the breast ironed her was, you know, for her to agree to stay. Because you know that thing growing up in an African home, you're not, you know, they, some parents will tell you, oh, that if you a guy touches you, like literally touching your skin, you get pregnant. And so there was a lot of covering up when it comes to the topic of sex in most African homes. So I wouldn't, I wasn't expecting the mom to tell her, oh, the reason I'm breast ironing you is so that your, um, you know, men won't chase after you or men would notice that you're developing breasts and all of that. And I was like, I need you to go ask your mom now that you're grown in hindsight, why she really breast ironed you? Because she said she never knew it was wrong because even in schools, you know, environment also affects the way you perceive things. Something that is wrong, if you grow up in an environment where it is looked at something good, just like genital mutilation, female genital mutilation. If you grow up in an environment where everybody says, oh, you must be genitally mutilated. I mean, they form stories around this type of thing to subject you to do it. You grow up not knowing that it's false, you know, unless when you grow up, you start getting some exposure, you start um, reading about these things and then you start seeing the side effects. So has her experience was like she said the mom got a piso you know mortar and piso right the piso and kind of like was massaging it on the breast so she said her mom did it two times and she told the mom to stop and she also mentioned a story of a friend that the mom was doing it to her it was such a traumatic experience for the girl she would hear the girl screaming and i was like and you think that the mom was doing that just for the girl's breast to form well i mean who brought up that ideology the the girl's breast is going to develop well so there is no need ironing her breast so i felt and i still strongly believe that that was just a cover-up so that they would do it to her you know and you know there's another thing again that i was having a conversation with a friend and she was like that when she now she's an adult and she gets married that she would 
raise her children in the opposite way her parents raised her because there were just a lot of traumatic experiences she went through as a child. And it's it's so easy to get mad at our parents, like, how could you be so mean? But, you know, thinking about it, when our parents grew up, this is the only thing they grew up knowing as parenting. Now we have, we are privileged to have so many books online, so many articles. We are privileged to even follow people on Instagram that we learn the godly principle of marriage. We are privileged to now there is a lot of sensitization on knowing God for yourself, allowing God to take over in the relationship. But but most of our parents didn't grow up in that manner. Most of them are trained us with what they knew, you know. But I also love it when parents also take correction. So in this case, just like Ayomide said, she wasn't mad at her parents. And I wouldn't blame my friend's mother if she was actually doing it to protect her child because that was what the situation was. So what baffles me is how, I don't know who came up with this ideology, first of all. Secondly, how they crafted very sad, wicked stories to back it up. In places where there is still female circumcision going on, you know, genital mutilation. If you see the things they tell these girls so that they can, in fact, the girls would even go willingly for, for them to be genitally mutilated. And even the mom, the mom would make sure that when her child gets to a certain age, maybe 9, 10, because that's mostly the age they do it. The child is, you know, genitally mutilated because the, these stories, these wicked ideologies are passed on from mother to mother and all of that. So I feel that if we want to curb this, we have to first of all attack and start sensitizing. Sensitization is so important because if you can't come into a community and stop a culture that is wicked when you don't explain to the people why it is wicked. Yes, it's going to take time because, I mean, this is what you grew up in. Your mind has been formed over the years to believe this, it is definitely going to be, you know, it's going to be rocky at some places. But I feel like a lot of, should I say desensitization or even resensitization should be done. But it's crazy that these kind of things are still happening in 2021. In 21st century, I was so surprised that, you know, you know, this is still happening. So yeah, I want to hear from you. Were you breast iron? Were you female? Um, were you um, genitally mutilated when you were young, please, I want you to share your story. If you want to be anonymous, I am going to keep you anonymous. Even if you want your voice to be changed, I am going to do that. I mentioned all this in the story prompt. These stories need to be out there to create awareness, to open people's eyes to the reality of other people's lives, what is going on. Because sometimes we think the world will always revolve around us, but I mean, we're not the only persons in this world, you know? So yeah, that's that's it. I was like, I was shocked, man. I was really shocked. I'd love to hear your thoughts as well. If you have anything you want to share, like you want to add something, drop a voice message. So you know that at the end of every episode of the podcast, there's a link to drop a voice message in the description of each episode. So click on that link, drop the voice message, and it will be featured in the subsequent episode of this podcast. And finally, I need you to do me a favor, please. If you love this podcast, if you love the stories, if you love, love this content, you can support this podcast for expansion, getting new equipment so that we can bring more stories. You can support by tipping any amount of your choice on Shukran. So Shukran is a platform created to support your favorite content creators to encourage them in their content creation journey. I'm going to have a link to my Shukran account in the description or you can support through the anchor support link below. Please do not forget to give this podcast good ratings. It helps with the discoverability so more people can learn about these stories. More people can, you know, come and enjoy as you are enjoying every episode 
of this podcast. And if you do this, as you support, as you share every episode, as you're listening now, take a screenshot, post it on your Insta stories, on your Twitter, tag the podcast, which I'm going to be leaving her social media handles in the description. And you never can tell, I might send you gift boxes. So in case you didn't know, I sent out gift boxes to fans of the podcast. So every time I post a new episode, there are people I notice that they are always sharing, they are always retweeting, they are always talking about it. And these things mean so much to me. I love gratitude. I love to tell people how much they mean to me in my life. I'm very vocal about that. So I surprise them with gift boxes. So if you keep on supporting, you never can tell. I might surprise you one day. I'm promising, yes. So please do do just support this podcast. It would mean so, so much to me. And yes, guys, did you notice something? We're at episode 50. This is episode 50 of the Countdown Podcast. 50 episodes. It's so amazing. I'm so thankful of you for being with us in this journey up until now, for being a Kalma, for choosing the name of this community, Kalmas. You know, it's amazing how much we've grown. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to see you in episode 59. Please share this episode to create awareness for people to learn more stories and do take care of your amazing self. See ya. Mwah.